I'm ready. All right, here we go. Episode number two. You're listening to That's What I Said, a podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Matthew Dickens, and with me is everyone's favorite badass redhead, besides Molly Weasley, Joanna Zaleski. Oh my god, I just got compared to Molly Weasley. I'll take it. I will take that. I mean, she's a badass. She, oh my god, she's a total badass. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be offended to be second place to uh, Molly Weasley. No, I'll take it. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I hope to be that. You know the only thing I didn't like about Molly Weasley? Was like she was really hard on Fred and George, and I, I understand that she was just worried about them. They seemed to have no direction, um, but she was—I just feel she was too hard on them. I think it was—it was understandably. I mean, they were funny. I guess there's no like room for. There wasn't exactly like famous. They don't talk about famous wizard comedians. They're like, oh, they'll be fine. They'll be like, you know, look at their own talk show. Like, when you've got all your older siblings doing amazing things and. I don't know, I guess the the bar is set pretty high for them. That's, that's true. Poor Ron. Like, I felt like Ron got the <laughs> shortest end of the stick. Okay, I'll stop talking about Harry Potter. This could go on forever. <laughs> I really could. I don't mean to uh, open any newly healed wounds, but I understand that you got an update from your audition that you went on. <laughs> I did. I sure did. And I I was fine with it. Like, I got the email, and I feel like I'm going to read the email because it was pretty hurtful. <laughs> it was pretty hurtful. Uh, what was her name? I don't want to say her name on the air because she's, <laughs> she's nothing. It was just basically like, we had over 100 people audition. Uh, oh, here it is, here it is. Thank you for auditioning for Beauty and the Beast. We had more than 100 people come to auditions, which made casting a very difficult process. <laughs> I'm sorry to let you know, I'll not be able to use it this time. Thanks for auditioning. Um, so anyway, I get this email. We had so many people auditioning, so don't feel too bad. <laughs> you were just like one of the suckiest son of the hundred. <laughs> it's a small. It was a small stage, though. Like when we were dancing on it, I was like, "Geez, like are they gonna break the groups in the smaller bits? Because this is a lot to dance on stage." She goes, "Oh no, this is gonna be a big cast, so there's gonna be a lot of people dancing on stage." So, oh, I guess they could have fit me in. Whatever. That sounds, <laughs> sounds like it's going to be crowded on stage. Yeah, it did seem crowded. Um, but anyway, so I get the email before my math class. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. And uh, my math teacher, I'm the only one that participates, really. Um, and she knows me. We, we talk. And she just kept picking. We're talking about common factors. And someone was like, well, how come in least common factors, you bring down all of the factors. But in greatest common <laughs> factor, you only bring down the ones that are in common. And she goes, okay, put it like this. Say, Joanna and you can both play soccer, but you're better than Joanna, so we cut Joanna. <laughs> and I was like, ugh. You're okay, like, I don't, I don't need this right now. <laughs> I really don't. And then she's like, and then that person still didn't get that concept. And she's like, can you say it again a different way? I was like, okay, so say you and Joanna, oh my God, are up for like a ballet thing and you're, you, you're, you're just both as good, but you, you did something a little bit better. And I'm like, oh my God, I get it. So she's like, so you'd cut Joanna. Say, and, say you uh, and Joanna audition for the same musical. <laughs> Let's say, I don't know, off the top of my head, Beauty and the Beast, just off the top of my head. 
<laughs> so I got a little upset and like, just because I it was just kind of fresh. So I started to tear up a little bit, then I pulled it back, and this is why on my set on our first math quiz in that class I got anxiety. Like I've never panicked uh, during a test before like this, and I I I just kind of went blank. I only had 15 minutes, and I I threw answers on the thing, and I started to I started to get really upset, and then we had to go the rest of class uh, after I took this quiz. And I cried a little bit. I'm, I'm trying to hide it, but I was in the front row. So I was like, well, at least no one can really see me because I'm just like by myself in the front. And just I everyone behind you can see your, your giant shoulder they, heaves as you're sobbing under your scantron. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I go up to her afterwards to show her that I, by the way, I got a 90 on that quiz. I don't know how. <laughs> um, I didn't fail, but I was convinced I had. And I went to show her a notebook full of like practice problems that I had done to show her I knew how to do it. And in the middle of me talking, she goes, Oh, you're the one that cr- you cried. Yeah. I was, you cried a lot during class. Are you okay? But she's from a different culture. So like she's just being very blunt about it. And I'm like, Shh. and she's like, yes, I saw you. I felt so bad. Why is she crying? I, like, I felt okay. so bad. I didn't say anything. <laughs> well, she didn't want to say, I guess at least she didn't say it in the middle of class. Like, why are you crying? <laughs> um, and then, uh, then later on in the semester, she's been very kind to me. She's been, <laughs> she like, she let me take tests by myself. And so I don't get anxiety. Um, but, uh, so I went, cry I, alone. I, I, I cry by myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I went to go see her, uh, because there was a mess up with my math homework. Cause the math homework, I know I'm going to get a hundred on cause I can take it home and practice it. And it said that I got an F on my math homework. And I was like, ah. and I pulled up my, like my documents to prove that I'd done it. And I go to her office and I don't even get to say hello. She goes, don't cry. Joanna, <laughs> don't cry. <laughs> I was like, I cried one time. And now you're, the, now you're now, the crying girl. Now I'm the crying girl. And she's like, I'm going to fix it. But honestly, it was my own fault because basically I was doing the homework online and I thought I was hitting save and submit, but I was just hitting save. So I was not turning in my homework. So another teacher was like, well, you didn't follow directions. There's an F. But I think she felt so bad that I was going to cry again. She was like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll just <laughs> give you the 100. So I was telling She's you, like, it's a strategy. I can't have you okay, crying. And, right. <laughs> you'll give me a bad grade. I can't have that on my conscience. All right. So, yeah. I, and long story short, no, I did not make it. Um, so before we talk about anything else, um, I need to talk to you about something that happened uh, after we got done recording last week. After we got done, Diego and I went to the theater and saw Love, Simon. Oh, is it good? I'm going to assume that you haven't seen it yet because we haven't talked about it. No, I, I we were going to and then uh, Ryan hadn't seen The Greatest Showman and I wanted to see it with him. So this will be my uh, no spoilers uh review of the movie um the movie currently has a 93 percent at as of the time of this recording it has a 93 percent on rotten tomatoes um and those are all well deserved all those tomatoes it deserves all the tomatoes it was the best movie i have ever seen it was so good wow that sounds good well see like i really wanted to see it no i'm getting a call sorry i'm turning (laughs) it off anyway um, I really, really wanted to see it, and then it was, they plugged it really badly on Riverdale. Oh, really? Because I've been seeing they, they promotions did. for it everywhere, online, on TV. So, okay, tell me about the story without spoiling it. Is that All right, uh, without spoiling it, um, so the, the movie's about this boy named Simon, he's in high school, I think he's like 17, 
um, and he's gay, but he's having trouble coming out, um, even though his family's like super liberal and they obviously wouldn't, it wouldn't be a big deal. And um, his friends are like super cool and they, he, he assumes they probably wouldn't care, but it's just like, it's that idea of like, even if it's okay, once you come out, it's like, it changes stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, I, like, I, I could really relate to it. Uh, because that was kind of the same situation I was in. Like my parents are not conservative. They're not religious. Like I, I know how, I know how they feel about things. So like I, but I, I remember being a kid and thinking like, you know, I'm going to have to come out someday and like, how am I going to do it? And, and how is everyone going to take it? So the movie is all, kind of all about that, him struggling with, with like coming out. And uh, he, he has this anonymous pen pal at school that he's emailing back and forth with. Um, who's also gay and having trouble coming out, but they don't know who each other is. Um, they're like going by aliases and it just turns into a really romantic story where they, they've like fallen in love with each other, but they don't know who each other, who, who, who the other person is, but they're both too scared to like identify themselves. It was just, it was really good. It was a really good movie. It was one of those movies that I think like every, every gay kid needs to go see. Well, no, I mean, I think every every kid needs to go see it because it, it really, like, it kind of puts you in the mindset of what gay kids are, like, dealing with. Well, <laughs> I think also, too, um, there's so much about yourself that we're afraid to say, not just about sexuality, but in high school in general, everything that's different about you is bad, essentially. That's, that's how it feels. Yeah. And it just felt like you're walking on eggshells. Did you, did, now, did it feel realistic based on when you went to high school versus the time period? I mean, you didn't go to high school that long ago, but. Yeah. Um, do you think it would have been different if it was set in when we went to high school? It felt, to me, it felt uh, realistic. Um, I mean, I'm basing this off of like where I live and. Uh, That's the, very true. Yeah. Just like the people that I'm around. Um, I've talked to some of my friends who have already seen it um, and their opinion was that it was a good movie but it didn't seem realistic and I I I don't know so I guess that it's every person has their own opinion on whether it it, they can relate to it or not it was I will say that it was very surprising to Diego and I uh, after we left the theater we talked about how the theater was full of a lot of uh, like younger straight couples um, obviously like on movie date night, it was interesting to, for us to see how excited everybody in the theater was getting as the love story was like playing out, like people were cheering and, um, and afterwards we were talking about how, like, if this movie had come out, you know, not even that long, like five or 10 years ago, like, I don't know if it would have gotten the same reception as it, as it had gotten, but I mean, it was a really good movie. It seemed like a typical high school romance movie but the characters just happen to be gay and dealing with that as well. So, I mean, there's a lot more I could say about it, but it would obviously ruin it. Well, it has Jennifer Garner in it. So, I mean, it's already got that going for them. I mean, is she good? I, I'm so, so on her. Sometimes I love her. Sometimes I'm... Oh, she, uh, I mean, she played a, a medium-sized role in the movie. I mean, she obviously wasn't one of, the, like, the major characters, but... Oh, Josh Duhamel's in it? I don't know who that is. Uh, well... I feel bad saying him. He, he played Jack. Does that ring a bell? Does it say who he plays in the movie? Jack. In the movie? Yeah, he plays Jack in the movie. Oh, I don't remember anyone's names. <laughs> I don't know why I asked. <laughs> um, he's really I remember, handsome. He's married to Fergie. I remember or, the guy named Simon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
wonder how you remember that one. Yeah, Anyways, I'm really it was very good. Like, go see it. Five stars. I will. You need to go see The Greatest Showman. I will. So I just I can't I can't talk Diego into going to see a musical with me. It's barely a musical. Regardless, regardless of the amount of Hugh Jackman. But Zach, what about Zephron? Uh, he's okay. He's okay. He's I wish I was favorite. that level of okay. <laughs> what? It's Zephron. <laughs> Well, I hope you know I booked Zephron for next week's show, and now he's not showing up. <laughs> well, he he can still be on the show. It'll just be really awkward if he hears this. <laughs> no, too late. He's here now. Spoiler. Here's, here he is right now. I think, Yay. <laughs> I think he'll be okay with me saying that uh, he's okay. Yeah, I think he'll live. I think, I think he's doing live. just fine for himself. Speaking of uh, gay things that are really good, um, I wanted to talk about uh, Trixie's new album that just came out this week. Oh, I have not heard it. I'm still listening to her first album. But you have heard the first one? Yes, I love the first one. Okay, so I remember it was about, it was like a year ago when her first album came out. Um, Trixie Mattel uh, is a drag queen from RuPaul's Drag Race from anybody who is listening to this and has no idea what we're talking about. Because um, it wouldn't be an episode of our podcast if we didn't bring up drag queens or drag race in some some way. So a year ago, yeah. she she came out with her first album, and I remember thinking like, okay, I'm going to listen to this. It's going to be funny. I know I know how Trixie is, and I was thinking it was going to be like uh, like a parody of a country music album. I know it's so good. When I started listening to it, I was shocked at like how how good it was and how how like emotional all these songs were and. Um, I felt very white driving down the freeway with my windows open, listening to my country music. <laughs> it's beautiful, though. Like, uh, moving parts always makes me cry. And I love, it's not as moving, but uh, Daddy Don't Make Me Put On The Dress Again. Yeah. Well, all the, all the songs are so good. And they're they're so sad. And I just remember thinking, like, who hurt you, Trixie? Oh, I like that she did a country album because it it's so different from, like, the pop crap we get a lot. Not, yeah. not crap, but we get from other queens that it's like it's it's yeah, refreshing. I'll... And then I read an interview with her that uh, <clears throat> the reason she started doing she wanted to do this was she originally wanted to do music, like that's what she wanted to do. And then um, she said, "Surprise, surprise! A white guy with an acoustic guitar isn't really special anymore." So she yeah. started doing drag as a way to market her music, and uh, I mean, it sure it sure worked and. I'm really glad that the fans are receptive to it because it is so different, but it's really, it's really beautiful. It's just doing well. And then I, did you see that the, the names, like they go together? Oh, the I, didn't, I didn't even pick up on that. The first album is two birds and this album is one stone. I like it. I literally did not pick up on that. <laughs> I, I saw that on Reddit. I saw anyway, that on Reddit, so I don't, so. I mean, I don't know enough about music to give any sort of like insightful review on the new album. Uh, except that I, I think that it is equally as good, and I'm obsessed with some of the new songs on there. So if you can find it, I suggest you go. Which is check your favorite? What what song do you want people to, like check this one out first? Um, well, the first song on the album is called uh, "Little Sister," I think. Um, yeah, that one's really good. Um, hang on, I'm trying to remember. Hold on, let me. I can bring it to you if you want. Little, oh. I'll bring it to you. Little sister, break your uh, heart. Soldier, uh, Red Side of the Moon, Moving Parts, The Well, and Wind Up Man. Yeah, they're all good. Uh, Soldier and Red Side of the Moon are really good. Um, I I know you just said that you really like Moving Parts, um, and I know she's been 
like promoting that one a lot, but that one's not really my favorite. I love that song, but I've only like I see when I get into an album, I listen to one song a lot, and I really invest in that song, and then I'll start to explore the other songs. Uh, and that's kind of like okay, I'm done with this one. Let's move on to the next one. That's what my iTunes is always like. Are you are, are we finally are we gonna move past this song now? <laughs> nope. Okay, the next one. Are okay. you sure you want this one on repeat? All right, again, like right. Well, Ryan knows that I'm stressed. Uh, with school, I'll go into my room, well, the, com- the computer room, and I will play uh, Jeremy Jordan singing uh, It's All Coming Back to Me Now by Celine Dion, which is like a 10-minute <laughs> song, and I'll just uh-huh. on repeat over and over again. Uh, I feel like my thing, I should bring up, like, we should bring up Drag Race, and I need to talk about Jeremy Jordan until you see Newsies. <laughs> Speaking of albums, uh, and you would probably like, I'm sure you're my friend Jesse. I know, like, we talked about her, like, at the beginning of our friendship. She has an album that is amazing, and uh, I will play some of it for you because it's really, really good. And you know, does she, does she have her music somewhere online that people can? Uh, she has an al- She has a fancy album. Yeah, like on I'll iTunes? send it to you. Uh, I think it's on iTunes. I have the actual copy of the album. Uh, yeah. Let me pull. Let me pull. I can send it to you, but it's really good, and um, it's called uh, Begin, and you can find it. Uh, I'll go to her Facebook and uh, Jesse. I'll send it. I'll give you the stuff to maybe make a link to it. Uh, okay. it's, it's she's fantastic. Uh, all right. So end of sh- shameless promotion for my best friend. <laughs> Just go no, ahead. it's good. I like I like her other music. Um, so if if she's got new stuff, I want to hear it. And she's she's a beautiful human being. <laughs> um, so speaking <laughs> of uh, gay things, um, I we briefly talked about this uh, a little bit uh, a little while ago. I sent you a link, but. Um, the Renee Zellweger playing Judy Garland in the new upcoming biopic. And I know you had some opinions about that. Yes. What, what makes, you defend why you're excited about this. Okay. Well, um, I don't have too much information about this because there's literally not that much information about it yet. Um, so I pulled up a story from Variety, um, and I'm just going to read it verbatim to you real quick. Okay. <clears throat> So a striking first image from Judy shows Renee Zellweger uh, playing show business legend Judy Garland in a biopic from, uh, I think that's pronounced Path. I don't know how to, how, it's P-A-T-H-E with an apostrophe over the E. Um, BBC Films and Ingenious Media. Uh, principal photography is now underway on the picture, which is being shot in London. Uh, the movie is set in late 1960s as Garland arrives in the British capital for a run of, uh, of sellout concerts. As, we- as well as Zellweger in the lead role, the cast includes uh, Jesse Buckley. I guess he's from a movie called War and Peace. Um, I didn't recognize, I had to look him up. I didn't recognize him. Um, Finn Whitrock from American Horror Story, who I also didn't recognize, but I'm not mad that I had to look through his photos on Google Images. A- and Michael Gambin, who was uh, Dumbledore 2 in oh, Harry Potter. Of course, yeah. Who is he playing? I don't know. I guess we're going to have to wait to find out more okay. details. Can I just Google it? <laughs> well, I don't. Oh, it might be on. Wait, I, is it? Because there's not much information about it yet. But, like, she's a Broadway legend. So, like, okay, sorry, go ahead. Garland's dates at the Talk of the Town nightclub come towards an end as the icon's uh, long career and shortly before her death. Uh, the movie will recount her performances with some of her best-known numbers, including Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Um, the film also delves into... Oh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> sorry, what? You know how it goes. You can't. You can't. No, I don't know how to do that again. 
<laughs> I'm not going to sing on our podcast. <laughs> oh, it's so good, though. All so right, good, fine. so good. Whatever. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold out on the fans. Um, the film also okay, delves yeah. into Garland's behind-the-scenes battles with management, her relationships with musicians and fans, uh, the unfolding family drama that provided the backdrop to the London performances. Um, and she died in London in June of 1969, and I still have not forgiven the British for killing her since. Well, no, it was, that, it was no. The British didn't do it. <laughs> that one guy from RuPaul's Drag Race did it. Remember, remember, Jinx's like makeover person. No. Oh God. Okay. Okay. Jinx had to make over a soldier or a veteran. Oh yeah, and, I remember him. Uh, yeah, and he was like, uh, "I killed Judy Garland," and it cut to her <laughs> like, "What?" And and he was like, "Yeah, I I knew her, and I recommended a sleeping pill to her, and I think that's." what killed her and it cut to jinx's <laughs> confessional with like yep she's a monsoon all right <laughs> and, and rue was like i'm pretty sure she like knew about the pills before you <laughs> you weren't the first person so i'm very excited about this not so much because of renee zellweger because i'm not a huge renee zellweger fan um but i know you and i have talked about uh our love for judy in the past Oh, of course. I mean, I wouldn't be a stereotypical gay if I didn't think she was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like this is like Oscar bait. Like, there's no way this movie's not going to get Oscars. I'm just very excited for it. I'm very excited, too. And I hope that... uh, I wonder who's going to play... Did you say who's going to play Liza? No, but um, I did want to ask you, what are your opinions on Judy versus Liza? I mean, I think it's, it's pretty interesting to see that dynamic and and being raised in Hollywood at that time was crazy. And then some of the horrible stuff that Judy Garland had to go through, like they drugged her up to keep her awake uh, during, they drugged her and Mickey Rooney up and she really couldn't have been the the best mother with all of that going on. And um, now do you mean like the fights between them or like who's better? No, I mean like who's better, like in a competition. (laughs) Well, Judy versus and a mother-daughter competition. <laughs> um, I'm I'm more partial to I, I can't I can't compare them. I mean, there's obviously they're related, mother and daughter. Um, I I've always had an affinity for Liza. She's she's such a unique star. I don't think there's been many people like her, and then more like her mother. There's really not been a lot of people like her. There's just something. Yeah, you know, they always say in Hollywood, like to make it, you have to be unique. Uh huh. And you've got to have something. And I don't think that there's that much anymore. Like, there's not, like, a Eliza or a Judy anymore. Everyone's kind of homogenized and kind of the same, like, blonde actresses doing action movies. And um, they just don't have, like, a twinkle or a spark about them. And I I, I don't have a I, – I think both of them are unique talents that I don't think we are asking for, at least, anymore. Like, they, they – and, then of course, they are both beautiful, but I don't think that they would be able to be stars in this Hollywood because they are both beautiful women, but they're not, like – yeah, I mean, I think that goes. I think that that's that goes true for a lot of um, of the celebrities of that era of like the the golden age of Hollywood. And I mean, I mean, if you think about like as much as I love Barbara Streisand, for example, like or okay, so last week we were talking about Bette Midler, like she's not 
she's a good singer, but she's not anything amazing. And like in this day and age of everybody trying to be a, a singer on YouTube, I don't think that she like if she were if she were a young woman today, I don't know if she would have if she would make it to where she made it. Well, in her and, time. and here's the, it's so arbitrary who makes it and who doesn't make it. And I feel like especially people, there's a stereotype about Barbara that she's pushy and she's bossy and people hate working with her. But you had you have to be that kind of aggressive and obnoxious to get your way to the top and to stand out against people. Um, I mean, now, I feel like, now still, but especially back then when, you know, the entertainment industry is being run, run by men and you're this woman trying to make a name for yourself. And if you don't push back, you're just yeah. going to get pushed I, around. I, I think it's hard and i i admire them so much and i i feel like they they, they probably would do, i mean they're still icons today but uh i think i'm still gonna buy a ticket and i still like renee i, I like renee zellweger she was great in chicago but it's just like with such an icon i'm surprised they picked her and not like uh like a, a you know like any a big broadway starlet she i mean like, she looked good um, in the photo she looked good in the photo that they they released she was very uh she was very judy and i'm sure she's i mean she's got it's not like she's waiting for my approval or anything but uh well it sounds I, like she I, doesn't I, I, have I'm still it, gonna go see it. <laughs> yeah i'll, I'll go see it <laughs> i mean she does look great as her she really does so i think it'll be, uh, i think it'll be good i, mean, I hope it it shows like how, is how it, tragic is it going it to be a musical i mean is it what is it going to be a musical oh i don't think so i think it's they said there's gonna it's gonna have uh, what was it? Uh, da, 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 da. It will recount her performances with some of her best known numbers, including "Somewhere Over the Rainbow." I don't think. Oh, because that's. I mean, it's probably gonna yeah, yeah. it's probably gonna show a lot of her singing, but. I I wonder. Well, it's probably gonna toward the end. I wonder who is gonna capture her her and Liza together. And um, I just looked it up, by the way, and it looks like uh, Michael Gammon is playing Bernard Delfont. Uh-huh. Who is a leading Russian-born British theatrical impersonator? I don't know what that word. I'm gonna click on that word. Uh, a person who organizes and often finances concerts, plays, or so kind of a, pro- uh, a producer, like a, okay. like a, her, like a just, manager. I, I had to get off these days. Yeah. So uh, Michael Gammon, amazing. Uh, I, I'm, yeah, I'm excited. It'll be good. I'm excited. It'll be good. Yeah. When, when do they have to? It's 2000. Is it coming out this year? I don't know. <laughs> we did a lot of research. Well, there's. I was trying to find information about it online, and there's really not much. They released that photo just to get everybody oh. excited, and that's basically what all the articles were about. Was this this photo has been released of showing Renee Zellweger as Judy, and so it'll be good. I'm excited. I'm sure we'll talk about it again. I was looking up when I was doing research, not research. When I was looking up an article for this, um, I was I had to look up a bunch of other. Uh, uh, Broadway divas to compare to each other. What well, I just wanted to run down the list and get your opinion on everybody. On uh, like what about the? Yeah. So how do you feel about Carol Burnett? Oh God! I mean, amazing. And uh, anything less, anything. If you say anything less than amazing, I'm I might have to hang up on this call. No, that's fine. That's <laughs> totally fine. I talk about uh, breaking through uh, as a woman in the industry in comedy, which is still a boys' club. I saw. Um, I was watching a video clip of. Um, uh, when uh, Carol was being uh, honored at, um, I forget what it was. Yes, I think it was something like that. And uh, Julie Andrews came out and to to do a, a speech about her her friend Carol Burnett, and it was really good. It was really moving. 
I don't know what I would do uh, if I was in a, like to be friends with them. That's crazy. I, even well, if like I mean, all those it happens. All those people are like friends with each other because they've you know run in the same circles for decades and. That's just so weird that that's someone's normal. That's crazy. Like, oh yeah, my friend Carol Burnett. <laughs> oh, my friend Julie. Like, do they call? Do they? Do they call themselves Julie Carol or like yeah, they have of course they're on, of course they're on first name basis with each other. <laughs> no, <laughs> like hello, like even if I became like best friends with Julie Andrews, like hey Julie Andrews, what's you're up? You're gonna call her up and say, um, hello Julie Andrews. Let me. Yeah, I mean, I ha- also so people can hear. Yeah, me hang, Julie Andrews. hang on, I just got a text from my uh, my BFF Julie Andrews. <laughs> so, like I know who it is. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I I still want you to know. <laughs> We're gonna say it again. <laughs> Julie Andrews. Is there? Uh, is she on the list? Because like I'm gonna go ahead and say right now, like she's perfect. Yeah, Julie Andrews. I also had Bernadette Peters. Oh, I Bernadette Peters. I fell in love with when I was. I think that's why I like wanted to become a redhead. Uh, my mom uh, bought me the broad, uh, Broadway recording of Into the Woods with her on VHS, and uh, she bought it for me because uh, well, I wanted it. And she's a nice mother, but um, <laughs> she bought it for me because uh, at her work they were doing literally an all night like paperwork session. So we were there till uh, from like six like, six o'clock at night to six in the morning, and uh, she had me collate stuff. And she was like, "Okay, if you help me, you can watch it." And like she brought me on the TV, and I just watched it over and over again. She's like, "Do you want another movie?" I was like, "No, thank you." <laughs> no, I, no, I'm good. <laughs> Start all over again. <laughs> I'm very happy right now. <laughs> uh, have you seen that version of Into the Woods? It's so good. Uh, I have not. My watch. the first my first exposure to Into the Woods was the Meryl Streep movie that came out what well last year, two yeah. years ago, I mean, four years ago. I don't know how long fine. ago that was. You should watch it. It's on. I think you can get it on Amazon Prime, but it's it's for rent online, and it it is the I think 1989 stage version. Bernadette Peters. Uh, Joanna Gleason, uh, big big names. Uh, highly recommend it. Uh, let's see how much it is to rent. Uh, Broadway. It's totally worth your time. I actually I'm thinking of seeing it on stage. Have you ever seen it on stage before, or you've only seen it? No, I've only seen the movie. Uh, I had no idea what it was before uh, the movie came out. It was one that apparently had just like slipped through my my uh, exposure. It's so good, but I saw it with Vanessa Williams. Can I not find it on Amazon? That makes me really sad. I'll have to send it to you. Right. That's how good it is. I'll do. I'll do some searching around. But do, you, do you know who Vanessa Williams is? Is she on your list? She was not on my list that I put together, but I know who she is. <laughs> I saw her as a witch, and she's phenomenal. Uh, speaking of which, side note with her: Have you ever seen Ugly Betty? Uh, no. You should watch it. I got into it one day, and I finished it in like three days. And she's amazing at it. I think I told you about it when I was watching it. Oh, probably. And you're like, yeah, I'll get around to it, and then you never did. <laughs> I'm still getting around to it. <laughs> All right, who's, who's next on your list? I did. Oh, a lot of people. We can move on from this, though. I had Patty Lapone. No! Well, I had Patty Lapone, which um, oh very controversial. Um, I actually don't like her. So I hope you didn't book her as another I, guest what? on our what? show. What? 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 <laughs> What? I don't, what? I don't, How do you like Patty I don't know. What is wrong with you? I don't know. I just there's something about her. I just don't. I think she's like too much of a diva, and it just kind of. And I know that. Oh, I know God, that. I know that's. Patty. I know that sounds like something I shouldn't be able to say, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, in comparison, in comparison has, to some of these other people, I just she's at the bottom of my list. I also had and uh. She has to back it up. Angela Lansbury. I saw her in. 
I'll take Angela yeah, Lansbury over Patty LaPone. This is a very anti-Patty LaPone <laughs> podcast. All right. Okay. All right. What, what? She was amazing. I saw her tweet. No. What? What? What pro Patty LaPone propaganda do you have for me today? I saw her live <laughs> in Sweeney Todd, uh-huh. and she was everything that she says she is. Do you know who else was in Sweeney Todd? Yes, yeah, she was. Uh, a, a, a lot of people. Angela who, Lansbury. Who are you about? Oh, fine. <laughs> yes, Angela Lansbury. Oh, that was very, that was very, um, I was going to say murder she wrote of you because you're like detective, like sneaking it in. Uh, and I'm trying to make a, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Oh, I have a story about her, Angela Lansbury. I don't know her. That would be a great story. Who? Angela Lansbury. Uh, I don't know her, but I have a story about her. Just dis- Disclaimer, so, uh, Joanna doesn't know her personally. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I've stalked her. I mean, who hasn't? Um, I'm just, that's a kidding, by the way. <laughs> just a heads up. I know I'm a very good actress. Uh, no, the writers of Beauty and the, the Alan, is it Alan Bacon? The, anyway, the, the, music, the people who did the music for Beauty and the Beast. Yes, that's Alan. They wrote Tales All the Time for her, and they sent it to her, and they said, we'd love for you to sing it. We wrote it specifically for your voice. You're perfect for it. Will you do it? Mm-hmm. And she listened to it and she said, uh, it's not really right for me. And they're like, what do you mean it's not right for you? We wrote it for you. And apparently they had sent her uh, the Celine Dion version, uh-huh. which they wrote for the like the end credits where she sings it. And Celine Dion's voice and uh, her voice are a little different. Yeah. So it makes me laugh. Angela Lansbury, Celine Dion. <laughs> it's a common mistake. I mean, all the time. They were really, really embarrassed. Can you imagine if she had if she had passed up the part of Mrs. Potts? I feel like Julian just could have done it just fine. Like I, I would have been fine. Speaking of Disney yeah. stuff, have you seen the uh, the trailer for yes. the uh, <laughs> uh, uh, for the new Mary Poppins movie that's coming out? I have. Real quick I, thoughts. I, I still saw Mary Poppins, but I'm very excited for this for obvious reasons. I mean. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it yet. But Lynn made you over Randa. I love him. But it just I do I don't know. I just feel like I feel like we shouldn't be touching it. It's it's a classic. <laughs> it's good. We don't need to be remaking it. Well we're already remaking everything else. I mean well, I guess that's uh, I guess honestly, that's my point. I, do we need to? Well, I mean, yeah, we have everything. I mean, uh, it's getting to the point where it's getting ridiculous. Like they're doing a remake. Do you remember the movie Dirty Rod Scoundrel? Uh no. I haven't seen oh, anything okay. that you've seen. I don't know how we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> you keep shooting me down. Uh, I've seen everything you've seen, but you haven't seen everything I've seen. <laughs> I, don't, so, I don't get out much. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I, I, I think the only thing I haven't liked that was remade by Disney was Cinderella and Alice in Wonderland. I thought those were really bad. Yeah, I didn't like Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> I love it. I love the Jungle Book. I liked the Beauty of the Beast. I feel like Emma Watson was a great visual, like an actress, but she could not sing that part for anything. I liked it. I um, she was and fine. I didn't like. I didn't like the random plot about like Belle's mom having the. Oh God, what's happening? Oh no, sorry. I clicked on an ad. Apparently, sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. Um, I didn't like that uh, Belle's mom had the plague. Like, that was weird. I didn't think it needed to be there. And then she went back and she touched the rattle, which drove me crazy because it was probably had plague germs on it. And she probably bought the plague back. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have any opinion about it. plague involved in it. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, it's good. I, 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 I think it'll be good. I think Lynn Manuel, oh my God. 
Lynn and Rob Miranda would not do anything where he was going to be bad. Honestly, like he's uh, very smart. I don't know. That's your opinion. He's, he's... I have a different opinion. Oh, we got to throw it out. Well, I mean, we've already talked. You have not given Hamilton a chance. We've already okay? discussed Ham Hamilton amongst that ourselves. That is amazing, and you're wrong. And that I just yeah. can't. I can't get into it. I don't know. So... Okay, because you're white. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You, you gotta look at your country music. You can't understand that rap music. Uh... Who's from South Carolina here? Who's from South Carolina here? Yeah. Listen to your country music. I'm listening to rap over here. <laughs> You're listening to uh, uh, 17th century rap music. Yeah, but I'm learning. I... Oh, did I tell you, um, we had a, I was playing the cat in the hat at work, because naturally, uh -huh. and I was really feeling my Hamilton life at the time, and um, uh, I was like, I said to my boss, I was like, I kind of want to rap uh, cat in the hat. <laughs> And what I love is people did not like go, that's weird. Like, oh, that sounds about what you would want to do. <laughs> and uh, I, I thought of it the day before. So believe it or not, you can't just come up and memorize the rap the day before if you have no experience with uh -huh. it. So uh, I, I cut that very quickly. But I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to try it next year. You cut yourself from that I'm production? Get, I, 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 I cut myself an yeah. email. <laughs> we really appreciate the effort. Um, really cute. Good better try. luck next time. Yeah. Instead, I had um, I I pimped the part out to the two teachers in my classroom. Uh, I was like, I'm gonna be the cat in the hat, and you, you guys be everybody else. <laughs> so like, I told them this five minutes before we started, and they're like, Oh, okay. Uh, of course, you cast yourself as the lead. Oh, well, I mean, I was already dressed as <laughs> it, so that wasn't hard. <laughs> I already had the makeup ready. I mean. Anyway, so uh, is there any more divas, or are we, you seem done with this? I'm very excited, but I could talk about divas all day. Yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> okay, I feel like we need to take your gay card away if you're done with talking about divas after like five minutes. Well, and you don't like Idol Well, I feel like you. And you don't like one minute more. Either. I feel like you've got very different opinions about some of these people than I do. Well, I am a little gay with <laughs> you, if that's possible. Uh, I mean, well, okay, you like share though, right? Of course, I like share. Okay, thank God. All right. It's really pa okay. Patty, Patty Lapone was the only one on the list that I was just having trouble with. The, okay, and in 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 agreement with you a little bit, her audiobook was a little hard to read <laughs> because it was like, and I guess an audiobook she's gonna talk about herself, and I'm like, really, Patty? Again? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> talk about somebody else. That book made me really sad though because she dated Kevin Klein. Do you know who that is? Kevin Klein. Yes. Okay. So they dated for a while. I like, and I've always had a big crush on him. I like that you have to ask now before you just start going I'm into just, the story. I'm just checking. You know who this person is, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, like I always had a big crush on him, and apparently he was kind of a scoundrel when they dated. Like he cheated on her left, right, and sideways. And uh, I was like, Patty, stop tearing my dreams down. He's perfect. I don't want to hear about people being not perfect. You know, kind of bums me out. All right, so I think that's gonna. Um, wrap up this week's episode of the show i hope you oh, i hope Maddie. i hope we're gonna we're gonna end on that very controversial note <laughs> what, Kevin Klein is a i hope i hope everybody enjoyed this week's episode uh make sure you subscribe to us on itunes and google play and leave us a five-star rating and review if you would like to get in contact with either of us i am on twitter at matthew dickens Joanna, do you want people to talk to you? I mean, if they must. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm, in, I'm not really into Twitter, uh, but I'm on Instagram. Is that lame? I'm on Instagram. Joanna, J-O-A-N-N-A dot monsoon. Because I'm, yeah. 
because yeah um also make sure you check out joanna's other podcast that she does with her husband and another couple called uh hear me out which uh matthew is our most recent uh judge on which was very funny i've been getting a lot of response to that yes which you, i was gonna say i was gonna say the judge you had on last week he was really good you should have him back yeah it was really good he's so good oh i have to make a shout out to one specific person um, go ahead i will i'll allow it you'll allow it good um there is a girl i work with uh named Brittany. And every time I talked to her, she was like, oh, I haven't checked out your podcast yet, but I totally will. And I was like, well, now I'm on too, so you have to. And I feel like every time I bring up my podcast, I'm like, yeah, you haven't listened to it. I get it, Brittany. <laughs> well, and I said that I was going to give her a shout out, like, to see if she heard it. And I mean, it's at the end now. Are you gonna, so if she's made it, this Are you going to test her? I, well, Brittany. <laughs> I mean, I told her I was going to call her up. Brittany, if you're listening to this, make sure you check out Joanna's other podcast. It's called Hear Me Out. <laughs> it's on iTunes. <clears throat> she knows about both of them. It's very good. I talk about, I talk about myself a lot. <laughs> I talk about myself a lot. You and you and Patty LaFone. A lot. Oh! <laughs> um, she got fired. So, that was rough. So I think. Have you seen the? Uh, go ahead. I was about to ask you about Patty LaFone. Go ahead. Uh, Patty LaFone. Uh, did you see the things that happened to her like 2009? Uh, someone was recording uh, her in Gypsy, and she stopped the performance until that person was removed. Yes, there is actually a remix of that. Um, call. Oh, that's what I was about to reference. <laughs> you just got Patty. Well, I think you said that to me. I, like, I think we talked about this maybe 10 years ago. <laughs> well, I'm bringing it up again. <laughs> Everything old is new again. Yeah, because, you know, I'm, uh, I, I like to keep my, my references current. You know. 2009. Yeah. So um, we will be back again next week, uh, roughly around the same time, uh, the same place. Yeah. Um, I guess until then, uh, bye, everybody. Bye.